0: Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world.
1: Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and it's Jubilee week in Sweden as King Carl Gustav celebrates 50 years on the throne, an explanation behind his regnal number, and Princess Marta Louise announces her wedding date, so stay tuned.
0: Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne.
1: Celebrations for King Carl Gustaf's Golden Jubilee kicked off earlier this week in Stockholm. King Carl Gustaf officially opened the Parliament on Tuesday the 12th, after he and members of the Swedish royal family attended the traditional church service at Stockholm Cathedral beforehand. Speaker of the Riksdag, Andreas Norlan, received the royal family who arrived in horse-drawn carriages before escorting the King, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, Prince Daniel, Prince Carl Philip and Princess Sophia to their seats. King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel attended a performance later that evening in the Concert Hall. On Wednesday the 13th, the Parliament and the Government handed over their official gift during a reception at the Royal Palace, a large woven wall hanging on the West Staircase which is used by tourists and visitors. It is based on a watercolour by artist Lars Leren with the title Stone in Water, woven by Frieda Lindbergh, Ebert Bergstrom and Tova Vibrance at Alice Lund Textilia. On the same day, the Royal Court presented their gift to King Kogelstof two newly cast mirror monograms with the King's initials, which were placed on the gates towards Low Garden, below the Royal Palace. Greeting lists were set up for the public to write their congratulatory messages in the Commander's Wing, whilst another for the Diplomatic Corps in the marshal's Wing at the Royal Palace on Wednesday the 13th and Thursday the 14th between 10am and 1pm. On Thursday the 14th, King Carl Gustav hosted more receptions at the Royal Palace during the day between 10am and 1pm for various organisations. At 6pm, a Golden Jubilee Opera performance Drottningholm Palace Theatre for King Carl Gustav, whilst the Royal Family, Queen Margareta, Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary from Denmark, King Harold, Queen Sonja and Crown Prince Haakon from Norway, the Presidents and First Ladies from Finland and Iceland, members of the Government, County Governors, the Arts and the Media and various other invited guests. After the performance, King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia hosted a private supper at Drottningholm Palace. From eight thirty PM.
0: Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup, or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.
1: The Swedish Parliament declared Friday, the fifteenth of September as a temporary public flag day to mark the 50th anniversary of King Carl Gustav's accession to the throne. The Swedish royal family and their invited guests attended a TDM service in the Royal Palace Chapel at 10.30am. As mentioned, King Harold and Queen Sonja and Crown Prince Hawken, Queen Margareta, Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary had travelled to Sweden to join in the celebrations which began the day before at Drottningholm Palace. Unfortunately, Crown Princess Meta Marit was unable to attend as she is currently on sick leave with pulmonary fibrosis. Earlier in the morning, King Carl Gustav and the Royal Family, Queen Margareta, Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary and Queen Anne-Marie of Greece gathered for a memorial service at King Gustav VI Adolf's grave in the Royal Cemetery in Hager Park. King Gustav VI is also Queen Margareta's and Queen Anne-Marie's grandfather, through his daughter Queen Ingrid, who married King Frederick the Ninth of Denmark. He died, aged ninety, after his health deteriorated, leading to pneumonia. From midday, the celebrations continued with the changing of the guard in the outer courtyard at the royal palace with a salute fired from Skepsholmen by Stockholm's amphibious regiment. King Carl Gustav and Prince Carl Philip watched when the life squadron replaced the life company from the life guard with performances from the army band, the Lifeguards Dragoon Band and the Navy Band throughout the ceremony. Afterwards from 1.20pm, a singer's tribute for King Carl Gustav with performances from the Royal Academy of Music, the Radio Choir, the Vastros Cathedral's Boys Choir, children's choirs from Linka Ping's music classes and youth choirs from Lars Erik Larsson Gymnasiast in Lund, Next week, we'll provide more details of King Kalgusov's Golden Jubilee, including his address to the nation, the official dinner, and more celebrations on Saturday the 16th.
0: For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au.
1: 16th Gustav is the 7th Bernadotte monarch, but was he really the 16th one? Swedish monarchs are known to have double names, such as the 1st Bernadotte monarch, Frenchman Jean-Baptiste Bernadotte, took the name Karl XIV Johann when he ascended the throne in 1810, but he wasn't the 14th Karl, whether the name was spelt with a C or a K. However, there have not been 16 Swedish kings named Karl or Charles, but the 16th century writer and Sweden's last ever Catholic bishop, Johannes Magnus, caused some confusion when he created a dodgy genealogy that listed some fictitious monarchs. Magnus's aim was to glorify Sweden and to make the Catholic world realise that Sweden should be brought back into the fold by coming up with a huge list of kings. King Gustav Vasa, who introduced the Protestant Reformation in Sweden, sent Magnus into exile where he spent the rest of his days in Rome. Historian Dick Harrison, according to the local Sweden, said it was the inventiveness of Renaissance historians as popes but not European monarchs who had numbers after their names. Magnus even claimed the lineage of the Swedish monarchs dates back to Magog in 2216 BC, the same Magog listed in the Bible as one of Noah's grandsons in the book of Genesis, right through to king gustav Vasa in 1520 dick harrison explains that the regnal numbering system began to change during the 15th and 16th centuries as swedish kings started using it to be modern like other monarchs in england france or denmark however they didn't know how many erics Johannes, or carls were on the throne before johannes magnus's book the history of all getish and swedish kings was published in 1554 but historians ever since were unable to verify the facts. Gustav Vasa read the book and was said to be pleased with the contents at first, but he was furious when he read about the tyrants who resembled him and didn't want anything more to do with it. However, his sons Eric and Johann used the book to decide their regnal numbers. Eric called himself Eric Fourteenth, as there were 13, both real or invented, before him. His brother Johann, who dethroned him in 1568, became King Johan III because there had been two Johans before him. In England, the numbering system began with the Norman Conquest in 1066. Scotland started in the 10th century with Kenneth II in 971 and the 12th century in Ireland with King John II in 1171 and continued until 1801. However, in 1707, The regnal numbering system became rather confusing, but that is a story for a later show.
0: On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal History. King Gustav
1: ascended to the Swedish throne on the 15th of September 1973, aged 27, following the passing of his grandfather, King Gustav VI Adolf. He adopted the motto for or in English, for Sweden with the times. His father, Prince Gustav Adolf, Duke of Vasterbotten, was killed in a plane crash in 1947 at Copenhagen Airport when he was only 9 months old. He is the longest reigning monarch in Swedish history, having overtaken King Magnus IV's reign of 44 years and 222 days on the 26th of April 2018. King Carl Gustav is probably best known for presenting the Nobel Prizes, except for the Peace Prize, every year, which has included 11 Australians since his accession. As Head of State and Sweden's highest representative, King Carl Gustav remains above politics and performs ceremonial duties, such as the opening of Parliament, chairing council meetings with Cabinet Ministers, receiving foreign dignitaries during state visits and representing Sweden abroad, including a state visit to Australia in 2005. The King is also the patron of many organisations and foundations, including the Swedish Olympic Committee, the Nobel Foundation, the Royal Automobile Club, the Swedish Red Cross, the Guides and Scouts of Sweden World Scout Foundation, Royal Swedish Academy of Agriculture and Forestry, Royal Swedish Yacht Club, and Swedes Worldwide. He has celebrated other milestones, such as his 50th birthday in 1996, his 60th birthday in 2006, and his 70th birthday in 2016, his 75th birthday in 2021, and two previous jubilees, his 25th anniversary or silver jubilee in 1998 and his 40th anniversary or ruby jubilee in 2013. However, King Carl Gustav has faced challenges and controversy during his 50-year reign, such as modernising the monarchy, changing the succession laws from 1980, so his eldest child, regardless of gender, inherits the crown and dealing with media scrutiny, especially scandals over the years. He married Sylvia Sommerlath in 1976 and they have three children, Crown Princess Victoria, Prince Carl Philip and Princess Madeleine, and they have eight grandchildren. Their eldest daughter will inherit the throne as Sweden's fourth Queen Regnate, the first since 1720, with Princess Estelle second in the line of succession. King Carl Gustaf is also a knight of the most noble order of the Garter, And he is also an honorary admiral in the British Royal Navy.
0: Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.
1: And we have some other news from Norway this week. Princess Märtha Louise and her fiancé, Mr. Derek Verrett, announced they were married in August 2024. A statement from the Royal Court of Norway on Wednesday, the 13th of September, said, "A statement from the Royal Court of Norway on Wednesday, the 13th of September, said King Harald and Queen Sonja, as well as Crown Prince Haakon and Crown Princess Meta marit extended their congratulations. You can read their messages on our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au." With this week's show. The relationship between Princess Marta Louise and Durek Verrett certainly has caused controversy since it became public on her Instagram account in May 2019. Princess Marta Louise was criticized for using her title when she and shaman and spiritual healer Durek Verrett promoted their New Age style workshops throughout Norway. So she issued a statement on Instagram that she would no longer use her title in a commercial context. In June 2022, Princess Marta Louise and Durek Barrett announced their engagement. On the 8th of November 2022, the Royal Court announced Princess Marta Louise would no longer carry out official duties on behalf of the Royal Family to focus on alternative medicine. The couple will marry at the historic Hotel Union in Geranger on the 31st of August 2024. Geranger is a UNESCO World Heritage Area with its stunning views of the fjord and mountains, Created during several ice ages when glaciers carved out deep fjords and shaped the high mountains with spectacular cascading waterfalls. Princess Marta Louise was previously married to author Ari Ben and has three daughters, Maud, Leah and Emma. She and Ari Ben divorced in 2017. That’s all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week.) <music>
0: been listening to right royal roundup with carol and cash tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world and don't forget to like us on facebook or follow us on twitter at right royal roundup or visit our website right royal